Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. We just want to make a little announcement, stroke message, stroke plea right at the start of this, that we're after a uh, up-and-coming artist or anyone who's handy on a, on a keyboard or a musical instrument to record us from home, because we're all working from home at the moment, if you're up for it, a tiny little song to end the podcast with so that you can become immortalised. Look what happened to a le- little-known comedian called Bill Bailey. He came on, did a bit of piano work. He won Strictly Come Dancing. It could be you. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is how you email to get in touch with the show. Also, just to say at the beginning of this episode of the podcast, I am aware that I promised you at this time yesterday uh, that I would have my binos ready to turn the lights off and uh, have a look at what's going on in the uh, conservatory uh, over the fence. the binos are downstairs. I am too cold to get up and leave this room to go down and get them. So on tomorrow's podcast, <laughs> the binos give it a will fair be wind. <laughs> yeah, give it a fair wind. It'll happen. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush, I've got a question for you. Are you familiar with the work of Gordon Buchanan? Never heard of him. Never heard of the bloke. (laughs) That is the answer I wanted to hear, because neither had I. Uh, And boy, did I get some stick last night. I stumbled across, by accident, uh, a programme on BBC Two called Cheetah Family and Me. Uh, basically about some bloke called Gordon uh, who's living in the Kalahari Desert uh, following a bunch of cheetahs uh, with his wildlife camera. Uh, And it was one of those programmes that just drew me in. I wasn't watching it on purpose, started watching it by accident. By the end of it, I sky-plussed it. I loved it. And all these people were coming back at me going, shame on you, Richie. Can't believe you haven't heard of the work of Gordon Buchanan. Check out his programme about polar bears. Turns out the bloke's a bit of an unsung TV legend. So I thought it would be good for us tonight to find out who else fits in the category of unsung TV legends. So just to confirm, whilst the concluding part of uh, 24 Hours in Police Custody, Black Widow, was on, you were watching a programme about a fellow creeping around the desert taking surreptitious uh, photographs of a cheetah, like a cheetah paparazzi. (laughs) It's exactly that. And his name is Gordon Buchanan. Well, do you know what? I'm going to put forward, because there's a lot of people who, uh, you you might know these people from TV, but no one else has ever heard of them. But they might have been plying their trade for a number of years, really, you know, putting a load of work, blood, sweat and tears into it, not really getting the credit or profile level that they deserve uh, from me growing up in devon um in back in the day uh, we we had a tv network down in devon called tsw television southwest uh, which was like the old itv region down there when i was growing up and there was this quite terrifying uh like hand puppet rabbit called gus honeybun i don't know if anyone's ever heard of gus honeybun but it was a hand puppet rabbit and what you would do is you'd write into gus honeybun and he'd give you a load of bunny hops for your birthday when you're about Eight or nine. Different times back then, different times. But I feel like Gus Honeybun (laughs) never really got the credit he deserved for delighting so many children in the South Devon region. So that's who I put forward. So second onto the list behind Gordon Buchanan, who's a real person, a puppet that's a rabbit called Gus Honeybun. Who else is going on the list of TV's unsung heroes? Uh, Martin Cleaver says uh, on Twitter... 
uh, for him. It's got to be the great Bob Ross. Now, I think Bob Ross is the bearded Afroed guy that does the painting programs from the 70s. That if you're a fan of Peep Show, they refer to him as God. Oh, right. Okay. Well, he, he's he's obviously uh, titled well, so he needs to go on the list. Uh, Gary's backing me up on Gordon. Says, I hadn't heard of him until last night, but I watched The Cheaters. It was fantastic. Can't wait for the second part tonight. Mate, you should be watching Shaun of the Dead with us, 8 o'clock. Um, yeah. Lee Reese says, Gordon's not even the best unsung Buchanan. The only man who could make art out of your unwashed undies was Neil Buchanan on Art Attack. Yes, that guy was a legend. He's brilliant. Again, another person who doesn't get the credit they deserve. Tricky on Twitter saying Bungle was completely overshadowed by George and Zippy. He deserved more. <laughs> God bless Bungle. God bless him. I felt like he was very browbeaten, wasn't he, Bungle? He was having a 24-hour panic attack, that bear. Another Gordon in Glasgow says Steve Backshall, a cross between yeah. Steve Irwin and David Attenborough, did the Deadly 60 on CBBC. He's gone from strength to strength. He's an icon. He's a very, he's a powerful man, isn't he? Very strong man. Did he do Strictly Come Dancing, Steve Backshall? I feel like I maybe saw him dancing. I'm not sure. Have you I seen know him you're Strictly. Yes, he did, yes. I get, I get well, told by my kids that I look like him. <laughs> that's good he's good I like him he's kind of rough and ready that's, that's, a, that's a good comparison to have it's better than uh, Mr Muscle like I get called so you know that's a, that's a good thing uh, right I mentioned earlier on that uh, my memory of, of a uh, an unsung TV hero is the um, is Gus Honeybun Gus Honeybun the rabbit from TSW we've got Terry on the line Terry you remember Gus Honeybun don't you I do yeah <laughs> I thought I'd send a message because everyone always looks like I'm. It looks at me like I'm mental whenever I say anything. So. <laughs> so describe Gus Honeybun from my memory uh, as a child during the TSW era of uh, growing mm. up in Devon. He was like a clunking plastic and fur pretend like stuffed rabbit that would jump up and down on a table and give you birthday bunny hops. Please elaborate. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, your bunny hops. You would. I think he would do all sorts of different things depending on what your request was. So as I, I was about, I think I was about five years old when I had my request put in, um, and obviously I made him do literally everything. So I think we even taped it um, years ago too. So it'd be quite interesting to see if my dad's got a copy of that somewhere. <laughs> Is it the kind of thing the next day, Terry, you'd go into school and tell all your mates, Gus Honeybun gave me a (laughs) shout out last night? How would that go down? Oh, yeah, they would totally get jealous. But I think we should bring Gus Honeybun back, definitely. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's working in a Morrison's just outside Exmouth at the moment. I'm sure he'd be, uh, be glad of the break, to be honest with you. Uh, we can't go down there, though, because it's lockdown, isn't it? So. <laughs> oh, damn it. Gus's big break, and then uh, he, he can't actually leave the county. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Terry. Lovely to speak to you. Andrew, speak to you soon. Cheers. Peter's just tweeted a photo, and it's a photo of the little girl in front of the chalkboard with the creepy clown. Do you remember that? The test page for when I think BBC One, Two or Three or something like that went off air? She never gets the credit she deserves. An unsung TV hero. We don't even know her name. Uh, These are brilliant. They're loving these tonight. Uh, Robin Lowestoff says, how about Tony Boswick, a British mate of Dominic Santini in Airwolf? Never seen, only mentioned in the pilot episode. It's only because of his air charter service flying oil rigs from England to Libya that Dominic is able to get to Libya on the QT and help string fellow Hawk steal Airwolf back. <laughs> Good wow. job. 
And an email from Salty Sea Dog in Wantage Uh-oh. backing you up, Bush, about Gus Honeybun. He says he wasn't just a legend amongst children of the 80s. He was a legend for all of us in the Royal Navy at the time. It was the law that we had to sit in the mess with 20 other grown men, all following how many bunny hops Gus was giving to the birthday boy or girl. <laughs> Gus for president. I love it. Absolutely love it. We are very excited about tonight's watch along. Hopefully you've cleared the decks this evening uh, in terms of previous engagements. Not that anyone's doing anything to watch a movie with us. We're trying to fight back against the New Year blues uh, with a a movie watch along together every Wednesday night at 8pm. It's comedy week this week. We're going to be watching Shaun of the Dead later on. More about that in a bit. Uh, The bit that I'm always fascinated by though, when people are talking about their lounges or you have an interview with someone who's sat in their lounge, I'm always interested in people's setup. And I think that's why I end up peering in through people's lounge windows when I'm walking back home from work and stuff like that. I love looking at the size of the telly that people have got, how they've got their lounges set up. In particular, I'm always quite interested at a cursory glance down onto the coffee table to see how many TV remote controls or remote controls they've got in the lounge. And I thought this evening, what I, ahead of tonight's watch along, uh, get everyone to be honest, right? You're spending a lot of time in the lounge at the moment. How many remote controls have you got on the go? It's a TV remote audit. I think I'm going to represent our house with a particularly low number. I'd have to tell you, Bush, it's two in this household. Uh, The TV itself and then the Sky Q box and that is it. I did chuck within the last two weeks the remotes for the old Amazon Fire Stick because we don't need it anymore. So yeah, it's just down to two. (laughs) That's good. And, you know, the, the numbers that people are going to be coming in with tonight, it says a lot about the household. I think you've streamlined it and refined it there, and I respect you for that. Uh, in our house, it's a disgrace. We've got five, five remotes <laughs> on the go, right? We've got SkyQ, the one with the clicky button at the side that does voice activated. We've got another SkyQ remote, which is the old one, but doesn't do voice activated. But that's still in circulation as well, just to confuse things. Uh, we've got the one for the record player to turn it on and off. That the vinyl has actually got a remote, which seems a bit weird. Uh, then you've got the main one for the TV itself. And then uh, just before the lockdown kicked in, we got a Facebook portal so we can chat to our mums and dads. So I've got a little tiny remote which we can never find for the Facebook portal as well. That's five. I mean, you could slim it down by getting rid of your second SkyKey remote, just, just <laughs> for starters. But that is a large number. Will it be beaten? Fatboy on Twitter, that's what he calls himself, nice. uh, says, I think we have five. Uh, TV, Virgin Box, DVD player, Amazon remote, hi-fi. Yes, I still have one. It's a JVC (laughs) three-disc changer. Uh, The amazing thing about that is great that he's got it. And if he's got a hi-fi, I really hope it's got one of those demo buttons where it flashes all the lights up like someone out of Flight of the Navigator. (laughs) Still love that about hi-fis. But he's also got a DVD player, which is, uh, I bet they're few and far between. Have you got a DVD player at your house at the moment, Richie? Uh, Long since retired. Yes, same here. It's it's unbelievable. So Travel Chaos here on Twitter has got Sky. He's got a TV on and off button and a sound bar. So he's got three. What have you got? Dirt Biker and Carol Ann on Twitter, they've both sent us photos of their setup. If you've got a rig there, a setup, do tweet it into the show, Absolute Radio. We just want to have a little look. Uh, they've both got their number of uh, remotes. Dirt Biker's got five, Carol Ann's got three. Uh, but they've got them in this same unit that they've clearly bought somewhere from like JML or something like that. But it's like a it's like a unit with different pockets in it, so your remotes can stand up 
upright in a line. It's amazing. Wow, need to get one of them. Uh, Rose says, we appear to have several. I have no idea what any of them do. I've counted. The picture has eight of them in it. Yet she claims oh, to know what word. none of them do. This is madness. This, I think eight is, you know, we're saying you can read a lot into someone's life by the amount of remotes they've got in the lounge. She's out of control. Roger has four. He says they even have their own table and sends a picture of his four remotes uh, on like a, an occasional table set in a helicopter formation. I think it's fair to say Roger set the standard there. Well done. Now, all this remote control chat has been happening because tonight we watch Shaun of the Dead together at 8pm. It's our home time movie watch along. Uh, it's available on Netflix or Amazon or Sky Cinema or you've probably got it on DVD as well. Uh, Eight o'clock tonight, we all press play together. You can tweet using the hashtag hometime watch along. Bush, astonishingly, you've not seen this, have you? I can't believe it. In the entire trilogy of films that they did, the Cornetto trilogy, as people keep telling me this one, it's called i've never seen any of them can't believe it 2004 this has been kicking around for 17 years now and it's passed you by it's an hour and 40 minutes long uh 7.9 on imdb i think anything above seven is a very good rating for a film so it's not a dud in any way shape or form fully i promise you on me you're gonna love it well, I hope so. And this is not just for Richie. This is everyone listening right now. Everyone who's doing the watch along tonight. I normally play board games and stuff in the evening. So I'm giving up quite some quite time sensitive uh, bush time this evening. That sounds terrible when I say it out loud, but you know what I mean? My own personal <laughs> time. Nothing else. Um, so look, this better be good. And if there's any issues with the movie, if I normally make my mind up within the first 10 minutes of a film, I will let you all know on Twitter whether I'm liking it or not. Here we go. Absolute Radio. Right, time to fire off the fast-fingered producer back in the studio to get dialing our winner. Hello? Oh, hello. It's Bush and Richie here at Absolute Radio. Who's this, please? Um, Charlene. Charlene, lovely to speak to you. How is your Wednesday going so far? It's not going too bad, thank you. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> hesitant, not too oh, bad, thank you, Charlene. Nervous. <laughs> hey, don't be nervous. It's just two Herberts. Where are you? I'm just at home at the moment in um, Ipswich, Suffolk. OK, well, tell us a little bit about how your day has been. How have you been getting on? Well, lockdown, so I've been homeschooling my um, four children. What ages uh, are we talking about here, Charlene? Because that is um, quite a class. Yeah, um, 9, 13, 14 and 16. Oh, my word. So just give us a little taster of some of the subjects you've been uh, doing today with your um, homeschooling. We've been doing about Romans. <laughs> oh, just, sorry. So, so Romans all day for all age groups. Uh, so my no, so my youngest Romans, my my teenagers, they've been busy on um, on teams. So I'm not sure what they've been up to. Wow. Okay. So there could be literally anything going on there. And in terms of how uh, the past, you know, few months have been for you, have been tough for everybody, uh, and one bill in particular. Is there anything that's been weighing heavily on your family? Our heating broke last week, so we've, we've got that to pay for. There's never a good time for heating to go, but uh, no, no. January is, <laughs> is is a bad time, and that's not a cheap one to fix. And even when it does get fixed, heating bills with everyone at home learning about Romans, oh, yeah, it ain't definitely, cheap, yeah. is it? <laughs> 
No, it's not at all. Hey, well, at least it's an authentic lesson on how life was back in the Roman times with those kind of temperatures that you've all been seeing. <laughs> yes. Well, Charlene, look, let's let's lighten the load a little bit and get £6,000 paid off something because you oh have God. just won Absolute Radio Pays Your Bills. Oh, my God, yes! <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe it. Sorry, I'm shaking. <laughs> we are so chuffed for you. Uh, who have you got to tell? Who are you going to tell about this? Because this is going to be... Uh, it's a, you know, it, it, we've well, given away like bigger and, chunks um, of money over the years, but I think at the moment, the way that the world is at the moment, £6,000 like this just after Christmas, just at the start a of a new year. It is. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. How will you celebrate this evening? The whole boiler situation, that's completely sorted, plus some money for yeah. some nice things as well. Uh, how will you celebrate oh, yeah, tonight? Maybe with a tipple? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I'll go and buy a bottle of wine for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just buy the one. You can afford it. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much. Well, listen, thanks for listening to Absolute Radio. We appreciate it. And there you go, Absolute Radio, paying your bills. It's our watch-along tonight of Shaun of the Dead at 8pm. How many remotes have you got in your household? Mark could be about to take the biscuit. Mark, how many have you got? We've got 11, mate. 11? <laughs> My missus dragged me around to Curry's and PC World. We recently moved into a new house, a four-bedroomed house. And she'd got to have a telly on every bedroom wall. So there's four bedrooms. Then there's the lounge. So we've got one in the lounge. Then there's the front room, which the kids use as a playroom. So they've had one in there to use the PlayStations and whatever. But then she wanted one in the kitchen. And then to top it off, there's one in the damn garage. Plus a sound bar. And see, boxes. I've got boxes on an account. <laughs> so you must be walking around constantly picking up the wrong remote all the time to try and turn things on and off, my friend. Mate. I'm telling you, they're super glued to the certain work tops because the kids keep mixing them all up and I'm going, I'm trying to, I'm turning the telly on over in the kitchen and it's turning the telly over in the living room and it's, just, it's been chaos because they've got two Samsungs, exactly they've got the same remote and the sky boxes. So it is chaos, mate, sometimes. But uh, I think we sorted it. I put little stickers on the back of them so <laughs> and on the telly, oh. on the corner of the telly so we can see them. The other thing that's coming to mind is how many AAAs are you going through? I have to buy a box for about every six months. Uh, and so that's the, the six batteries in a pack and the ten packs in, in the box. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm on Duracell Super super Strength, mate, and they still don't on because the kids are changing the channels from this channel, that channel, volumes up and down and all that. Like, so, yeah. It's batteries galore in our house, mate. We can fill it. We fill a bucket in about two years, and then we put them all in for recycling. Chaos, mate. Chaos. Well, listen, Mark. Great to have you on. Hopefully, you get the right remote tonight for the watch along at eight pm. And a little warning, I think, to everyone: it's great fun having a few different remotes for different uh, things that you've got in the lounge. But don't let it get out of hand. Getting hungry to the extent that during that last song, Bush, second show running now. Uh, I mentioned this to you yesterday during one of the songs. I've gone downstairs, got a crumpet on and had some Marmite peanut butter during the songs. Amazing. It's you know what? Any time whilst you're listening to this show at the moment, whilst we're in lockdown three, two songs back to back, there's a fair chance Firth is downstairs buttering up another cr- another crumpet. And so weirdly enough, though, we were talking about crumpets yesterday because you had one yesterday during the show. And, you know, we're working from home. You can snack at leisure. Um, we were talking about how many times you have to put the toaster down to be able to cook them. It's quite a hard skill, isn't it, cooking a crumpet properly? 
I've got rules on this. Uh, if I'm doing if I'm doing toast for the toddler, then the toaster is on the lowest setting. If it's toast for me, then the toaster is on the medium setting. If it is a crumpet, then you crank it up to the max and then that will do the job nicely. Weirdly enough, right, I mentioned this on Twitter earlier on, like how many times do you put a toaster down when you're doing crumpets? Loads of people came back uh, on Twitter saying that they use the grill. They grill crumpets. And it just got me thinking, surely people don't use the grill in 2021, do they? I can't even remember the last time I used it. I would say the last time that I used the grill is to finish off an omelette. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? So what, you do the main bit of the omelette on top of the hob, and then what, like uh, Gordon Ramsay, you might finish it off uh, just underneath in the uh, in the grill bit. Yeah, you, you do most of the omelette. 95% of the work is done in the frying pan. And then you don't want that eggy residue uh, that you get on top. Uh, so you just finish it off in the grill. So in terms of uh, crumpet, though, you would, you would never, you'd never do a crumpet under the grill, would you, Richie, surely? No, you wouldn't want a crusty top and a soft bottom. No, no one wants that. So we are the radio show that deals with the big issues. We just want to know tonight, this final hour... Are you using a grill? Alison Smithers says cottage pie browned off underneath the grill. It's the only way to do it. Mm. Plus, of course, cheese on toast. Uh, Camno says on Twitter, toasters, and this is very inflammatory, he says toasters are for lazy people. That's a shot fired, isn't it? Um, I don't think that is. Uh, that's that's, not, that's fair. not fair in the slightest. Uh, Mick says, I'm still using the grill. I'm always grilling my bacon. Don't want to get all Jamie Oliver on you here, but I do believe that grilling bacon is the healthiest way to do it. Do you know what? I've, I've never grilled bacon before in my life. It's always in the oven for me. I didn't think there was any other way of doing it. You're always surely going to have a fire. It always ends up nearly on fire if you grill bacon. Oven baked bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Uh, Wiggy's been on. Wiggy says he does easy sausages in the grill. Yeah, again, I'll refer you to my earlier point. Sausages in the oven. Bacon in the oven. Not in the grill. Matthew says, I'm always using it. I never fry anything. Stinks the house out. Hadn't thought about the smell side of things. And then Krista says, I no longer own a toaster. The grill is one even toasting little. And then I'm afraid uses a word that we can't say on the radio. Unbelievable. Now you can get in touch with us anytime. We've always said this, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. This has just come in in the last uh, 20 minutes or so from Ray in Chelmsford. Hello, you two. My name is Ray. I always listen to your programme on the radio. It's good and is never boring. Uh, that's a great review. Thank you, Thank Ray. You. That's good. Um, yours is the kind of that can't be rehearsed you have to be naturals to make it work once again thank you ray thank you ray goes on i'm retired now i make leather belts and bracelets i wondered if you lads would like a belt each on me just give me your waist size and the color and if you prefer brass or stainless steel for your buckle and i'll make you a key loop that can be detached <laughs> keep up the good work regards ray Wow, that is unbelievable. What an amazing gift to drop into our laps at the very end of a radio show. <laughs> I, I reckon this is the greatest email that we've had in the last two and a half years. It, it genuinely is. I mean, occasionally we get the odd like free pizza and bits and bobs like that, but nothing compares, nothing compares at all to getting your own bespoke belt with key hoop made for you by Ray. 
<laughs> do you know what, mate? Do you know what? In this time, once again, of us being apart and broadcasting to the nation together, but we're we're like 40 miles apart in different bedrooms, I think I would feel closer to you if I knew that you and I were wearing matching belts. I totally agree. It's almost like I've got your photo, but in a locket, and you're on the front line somewhere during the First World War. But rather than being worn around each other's necks, we're in we're in leather form around each other's waists. What a fantastic, fantastic thing that would be! Well, where do we go from here, though? I don't want to let this opportunity slip through our fingers, Richie. What are we going to do? Let's stick a song on. I'll hit reply and line up Ray for tomorrow. We've got to find this fella and speak to him on the show. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll find out tomorrow then how everyone got along with the watch along. But if you would like to record us a little song, we'd be honoured if you took five minutes out of your day to record us a little song, even if you just sang something into your phone. Uh, get in touch now. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. You could be sounding a bit like this. Mm-hmm.